1: With well, our News, I'm Wally Hines in Washington. President Trump has stepped up efforts to discredit the Russia investigation as he focuses on the FBI's use of a secret informant during his 2016 campaign. The
2: president and his allies in Congress are demanding information on the outside informant, claiming it is proof that the Obama administration was trying to spy on his campaign for political reasons. On Twitter, the president says the FBI has been caught in a major spy scandal the likes of which this country may never have seen before. White House correspondent Greg Clugston. Despite
1: the presidents saying there's a substantial chance the North Korean summit won't go on as scheduled, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says he's moving fully, full, full speed ahead to make sure it happens. Eight South Korean journalists have been allowed to join a group of foreign media invited by Kim Jong-un to watch the closing of one of the North's nuclear test sites. More details at srnnews.com.
0: May is Fibromyalgia Awareness Month. According to the National Fibromyalgia and Chronic Pain Association, fibromyalgia is a common and complex chronic pain disorder that causes widespread pain and tenderness to the touch that may occur body-wide or migrate over the body. Fibromyalgia occurs in people of all ages, including children. This month's Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by
3: Wellness Radio 1570. Stream online at twincitieswellnessradio.com or tune in with our free mobile app. Another live edition of Like It Matters Radio, live from the Wellness 1570 studios here in the Twin Cities, is coming your way next. But first, your forecast from the Eagle Wellness Studios. On this Wednesday, we're looking at uh, hardly cloudy skies, 83. An isolated shower thunderstorm could pop up. That'll happen in the evening as well by tomorrow. Hardly cloudy and 91. Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black is live and next year on Wellness 1570.
0: Position available at Sports Engine Inc. in Minneapolis, Minnesota, as a Senior Software Engineer, Android. Serve as a lead of a development team. Facilitate team meetings to socialize and refine technical solutions. Initiate complex projects and implement the foundation for new initiatives. To apply, mail resume to A. Lombi's, Sports Engine Inc., 807 Broadway Street Northeast, Suite 300, Minneapolis, Minnesota 55413. Reference SRSW5 Radio. Again, to apply, mail resume to A. Sports Engine Inc., 807 Broadway Street Northeast, Suite 300, Minneapolis, Minnesota 55413. Reference SRSW5 Radio. across america.org pro-life across america is educational non-political and tax deductible
4: a baby's heart is
5: beating 18 days from conception Pro
4: Life
2: across america, the bill for people. advantage auto glass is hiring advantage auto glass is a family-owned company because of their success they're looking to hire even more experienced auto glass installers So if you or anyone you know installs Autoglass, call 952-423-6396. Advantage Autoglass installers are the heart, soul, and face of their business and are treated accordingly. At Advantage Autoglass, you'll receive group medical, top pay, savings plan, paid vacations and holidays, a family-friendly schedule, and a company van. Advantage Autoglass technicians start at $25 an hour, plus earn $37.50 an hour overtime. When you work for Advantage Autoglass, you're part of the family. So if you or someone you know are an experienced auto glass technician, call 952-423-6396 today or check them out at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's 952-423-6396 or ReplaceMyWindshield.com.
3: Declare your freedom from your dusty, cracked garage floor. Call the experts at Zone Garage Minnesota. They use a patented ZG Shield polyurea, different and superior to any product in the market. The polyurea is designed for maximum resistance to abrasion and is UV resistant, meaning it will never turn yellow and can be applied throughout the year, regardless of weather. Zone Garage can install your durable, easy-to-clean garage floor in one day. Call Zone Garage Minnesota at 651-485-0409 or visit zonegaragemn.com. Views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black.
4: Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And as Lee said, I am live again. You know, this has been so incredible. Uh, I have been in the Twin Cities uh, since Wednesday night, came up here for the Pastor Appreciation uh, lunch that uh, uh, Salem does every year in every city that it has a radio station. So, uh, And then I decided to stay up here for a week, so I was live on uh, Friday. Uh, I was live on Monday, Tuesday, and today, and I will be live tomorrow before I head back home. So uh, if you want to be a part of the show, 651-289-4466, 651-289-4466. And today's show is called Lead Like a Woman. Now, men, do not turn that radio dial. (laughs) It has application. It's lead-like. one. let me tell you why. I got this great article off of LinkedIn in April. Uh, It's from Andrea Houston, uh, CEO at Artitudes Design. And it's a great article, and it's called Seven Traits of Successful Female Leaders. But as I went through these lists, it's amazing because... You know, I started thinking these are all great traits for any leader. And if you, as I read this article, uh, when she goes on female leaders, I I just went through and marked off where it said female everywhere. Uh, And it doesn't change the equation. It doesn't change the power of what it is. It doesn't change the factual data of what she says. But it does bring a larger point. As we're supposed to move beyond the things that make us different, isn't it amazing how we continue to focus on those things that make us different? You know, we have a four-inch stem, and maybe it's not four inches in everybody, but it's a stem in the back of the brain called the reticular activating system. It is the brain's focal center. Uh, it's kind of like a remote control. Whatever you point your remote control, whatever you set your tuner to, that's what you're going to see. You know, your TV set is called a tuner. Because there's airwaves all around us, and when we tune that frequency to a certain airwave, we see a certain thing. So if I took my remote control and put my tuner onto ESPN, why would you expect to be watching Spongebob? Get this. If I took my remote control and I focused on Telemundo, why would you be expecting to see Fox News? See your raz is the brain's focal centers at the unconscious level, and whatever you focus on, you see more of. When my wife was pregnant, she saw more pregnant women, and it wasn't just because we all got randy about the same time or frisky. It was that's there were the same amount. Of pregnant people. The difference was my wife's reticular activating system wasn't focused on it because we weren't going to have more kids. And that was never. But once she was pregnant, once she had a kid, that's she noticed the kids everywhere. So you got to realize that's how we work. Uh, and when we focus our reticular activating system uh, on the woman channel, we're going to see women. We focus it uh, on the porn channel, we're going to see porn. And we focus it on the victim channel, we're going to see all the ways we're a victim. We focus on the uh, life is hard channel, we're going to see all the examples of life is hard. When we f- I'm not saying we manifest these things. We don't make them into existence. We don't will like it's a big secret, like Rhonda Bernie said. It's already been there, it's always been there. We just weren't aware of it. It's Yanni or Laurel, it's Yanni or Laurel. Nobody responds to reality. What we do though, is we basically respond to our map of reality, why? Because that's how you're made. And if you go out to your car, or if you're driving your car right now, please don't do it, if you lean over, open your glove compartment, you're gonna find a little book in there. It's called The Owner's Manual. And that owner's manual gives you secret information, what to do if this happened, what this warning sign is going to be, all that stuff. Wouldn't it be great if you could go metaphorically into your own glove box, you as a human being, and open up and say, whoa, there's an owner's manual there. I didn't even know. Wow, how did you not know that? That's what I teach, neuro-linguistic programming. It is God's instruction manual for the human experience. But, you know, as we go into today's topic of lead like a woman, you know, I was thinking about how funny it was because, you know, I thought Shania Twain song. You know, I feel like a woman. And Trevor and I were talking. There were many times when that song was famous that here we are men and we're driving down the street. and We're like singing the song. And like, oh, whoa, what am I saying? Matter of fact, there's a Toyota commercial. I remember there's four real you know, gruff guys in there and they're all singing. I feel like a woman. In case they forget, Trevor, play a little piece for them.
5: I feel like a woman.
4: See, you remember the song, don't you? You remember the song, right? And so. I want to talk today about these qualities. First of all, I want to address the article. I thought um, Andrea Houston, CEO at Artitudes Design, did a great article. She says, um, uh, I'm certain we've all met confident women throughout our lives. These women command a room, and they leave you wanting to know more about them. They usually leave a good impression, and they inspire positive action within the circles of influence. But what makes these women special? What makes them stand out from the crowd? I've been researching these women for years from Oprah Winfrey, to Coco Chanel, to Indira Gandhi, and Melinda Gates. These women have strength and that certain indefinable something that creates loyalty and makes you want to follow their lead. So what are those characteristics or traits that make those leaders stand out? Can we isolate them and emulate them? And she says, I think we can. And so she says, here are the seven traits. And I'm going to go through those in the next segment. But that's just a launching point. I want you to get that. But let me first get your heart prepared. Because the sower and the seed, it didn't matter. The seed had the same power. The difference was the soil. And if your soil's not right, then it doesn't matter how good the seed is. If your heart isn't right, it doesn't matter how powerful the message is. A story is told about a soldier who was finally coming home after having fought in Vietnam. He called his parents from San Francisco. Mom and dad, I'm coming home. But I've got a favor to ask. I have a friend I'd like to bring with me. Sure, they replied. We'd love to meet him. There's something, though, you should know about him, the son continued. He was hurt pretty badly in the fighting. He stepped on a landmine and lost an arm and a leg. He he has nowhere else to go, and I want him to come live with us. I'm sorry to hear that, son. Maybe we can help find him somewhere else to live. No, Mom, Dad, uh, I want him to live with us, son, said the father. You don't know what you're asking. Someone with such a handicap would be a terrible burden on us. We have our own lives to live, and we we can't let something like this interfere with our lives. I think you should just come home and forget about this guy. He'll find a way to live on his own. At that point, the son hung up the phone. The parents heard nothing more from him. A few days later, however, they received a phone call from the San Francisco police. Their son had died after falling from a building, they were told. The police, they believed it was suicide. The grief stricken parents flew to San Francisco and were taken to the city morgue to identify the body of their son. They recognized him, but to their horror, they also discovered something they didn't know. Their son had only one arm and one leg. The parents in this story are like many of us. You know, we find it easy to love those who are good looking or fun to have around, but we don't like people who inconvenience us or make us feel uncomfortable. We'd rather stay away from people who aren't as healthy, beautiful, or smart as we are. We'd like to stay away from people who challenge our thinking, people who are differently. And you got to get this. But thankfully, for most of us, there is someone who won't treat us that way, someone who loves us with an unconditional love that welcomes us into their forever family, regardless of how messed up we are. See, ladies and gentlemen, that's the power of leadership. And I'm going to tell you. I don't care if you're a man or a woman, there are certain things that make us a leader. And ladies and gentlemen, we need to step up as leaders. The world's dying around us. People are helpless and hopeless. And they need guidance. People need permission to play big. People need permission to stop judging people by the color of their skin and by the sex content that they see on the outside or their sexual preference for the day. Leadership's about setting a standard, about challenging the status quo about going to places people never thought was possible and create a pattern. And so whether you're a man or a woman, whether you're black or white, whether you're a Jew, a Christian, or Muslim, I'm telling you, the world needs your leadership. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about leading like a woman. We'll be back in three minutes.
2: on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Richmond, Virginia, August 23rd through the 25th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants,
5: only commitment. please contact us at wnav-video.com.
4: Hi, this is Mr. Black. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today we're talking about leading like a woman. And not that I'm working to do some hormone therapy, not that I'm working for any of you to challenge who you think you are or what bathroom you should use. I'm not doing anything like that. I'm going off of a great article that I got off of LinkedIn uh last month, I think it was, Andrea Houston, who is CEO at Artitudes Design. She said, uh, there are seven traits of successful female leaders. Uh, and as I was reading the article, I mean, I, I every one of these, she puts female, this and I put a line through it and just see it's applicable for man or woman. Uh, and it just is an interesting time that we live in that we're supposed to not uh, see this stuff. And yet we got a whole, so many people that are just focused on it again, talking about reticular activating system. What we focus on is what we see. If we set our focus on the victim channel, then everything that happens to us, we are a victim. If we focus it on the race channel, then everything that happens to us or doesn't happen to us is because of race. If we focus it on the gender channel, and we're—I mean—we're going to so point. This is where we we want to have our cup, our cake, and eat it too. We want to remove gender clarification from even the passport. There's not man or woman anymore, but yet. We are supposed to be the year of the woman, and uh, Hillary Clinton was supposed to support Cynthia, um, the, the female candidate in the mayor's race, but she supported Cuomo, though. But yet everybody was supposed to support Hillary Clinton if because she's a woman. Do you see what I'm saying? It's just illogical, and all we're doing is muddy the waters, and all we're doing, and then when other people do become successful, then they start wondering, okay, is it because of this? You know, the big Me Too movement. And I was seeing the Cannes Festival that this, uh I think a woman uh, is going to win for first time this prestigious award. But she said, I really am kind of uncomfortable because I don't want people to think I want it just because the focus is on women in the Me Too movement. I want to feel like I want it because I am the best one out there. And that's what starts happening. When we start doing things and have to vote for someone because they're a woman or have to uh, put someone in office because they're black or have to put because of that thing, then all of a sudden their success is tainted because they just got it because it was a year of the woman or the Me Too movement or because we need more black people doing that. And then even the hard work, even the success, they get no glory for. And that's why it just sucks because it doesn't serve anything good. So I want to go through this Article because she did a great job just real quick hit these seven pieces and these are great traits whether you're a man or a woman She did a great job, but these are leadership quakes. She says number one She uses her powerful her power for good all great leaders are humane and helpful Their life work makes a difference to other individuals. That's the concept of a conduit You're here to serve you've been blessed to bless other people Abraham Number two, it says she seeks and receives support. No one could do it alone. There's strength in being vulnerable, vulnerable in being human. Leaders who are conscious and interested in continuous personal and professional growth. We call it under construction. But no person is an island and rock unto himself. She says number three, she never gives up. Despite failures and losses, strong and she put female leaders and I crossed out females. And just put, despite failures and losses, strong leaders stay focused on being positive. Number four says she is confident. Confidence is a belief in your abilities to, to succeed, a belief that you do something well. People love confident leaders. That it almost get, makes them confident because they believe in you. Number five, she is optimistic. Most people cannot follow a pessimistic leader. Why would we? Strong, successful female leaders, I will again cross off female. Strong, successful leaders articulate a vision and boldly move towards that vision with positive energy. Number six, she is authentic. Again, she writes, successful female leaders do not copy others. So now I wiped out just female. Put a line through it. Successful leaders do not copy others. Rather, they create extraordinary results through authenticity, a personal style, and a forged consistency. Number seven, she has a strong and powerful voice. Female leaders have a willingness to speak their truth and be heard. So again, let me mark off female. Leaders have a willingness to speak their truth and be heard. Even if the message may not neatly align with the status quo. You gotta speak with clarity. You gotta speak with confidence. You gotta speak with authority. And notice that I love the last one she ended with. Because leaders have a willingness to speak their truth and be heard. And is that true only if you're a woman? Or is that also true if you're a man? Don't you see there's a big difference here? Because there shouldn't be any difference. (laughs) We're human beings, leadership qualities are leadership qualities. Whether you're talking about Winston Churchill or Margaret Thatcher, do people really say that Margaret Thatcher was one of the great female leaders? Or people say Margaret Thatcher was a great leader? Margaret Thatcher was a great leader, the Iron Lady. Her and Reagan conquered the Soviet Union, the Great Wall, the the Iron Empire. It was that unison, that connection. See, it's time to lead, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if you pray or not. Maybe say a little prayer that God gives us the strength. We need to accept people as they are. You know, the DNA of every single human being is 99.9% the same. Every single human being, a man and a woman the darkest skinned uh, person and the lightest skinned person that you could put next to each other. Ninety nine point nine percent. We are one kind. There's one human race. There are not races. Your skin pigmentation is a DNA marker. If you got more of it, you darker skin, you got less of it, it might be the opposite way, but you got my point. The shape of your eyes, whether they're round or almond shape, is a genetic marker. If you got more of something, then they're rounder or they're more almond. If you got less of something, then they're rounder or more almond. I don't know the exact piece, but that's what's going on. We are one kind. In the Bibles, they talk about kinds and species. And the key is, if these two can mate, if they can pre offspring, then the offspring, then they are the same kind. So you could have a wolfin. A wolfin. Look it up. A whale and a dolphin mate. Now, you say, but those are different kinds. Nope. Same kind. Different. But they're the same kind. They can produce offspring. You can get a liger. A liger. Look it up. A lion and a tiger. What do you think a mule is? Or a donkey? I mean, one of them is a a, a horse and a, a burrow. And depending on whether the horse is the male or the female and the burrow is a male or female, they have different names but they are the same kind. You can technically have a domestic cat that mates with a bobcat. They are the same kind. You could have a coyote that mates with a wolf because they are the same kind. Every man can mate with every single woman. I don't care what their skin color is, I don't care where they come from. I don't care what their nationality is. I don't care who they voted for. They are the same kind. And so we got to speak some truth. Remember, I'm just quoting Andrea here, this great article, this powerful woman, the CEO of Artitudes Design. Her number seven is usually the, the crescendo, the climax, the, 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 the top. She has a strong and powerful voice female leaders have a willingness to speak their truth. It's interesting she said their truth. How about the truth and be heard? Even if, hear this everybody, men and women, even if the message may not neatly align with the status quo or be of popular opinion. And so today I want to identify leadership is my passion. It is my forte. And so I want to break down characteristics of effective leader. Matter of fact, I want to show you, explain to you that there's a big difference between managing things and leading things. There's a big difference between being a manager and leader. I don't care if you're male or a female. And we're going to go through that. We're going to identify those things because I don't care what bathroom you use. I don't care what reflection of skin color comes through that mirror when you look into it. We are more similar than we are different. And there are certain qualities that make a leader, man, woman, black, white, a great leader. And there are certain things that take away from that. And we gotta know the difference. I watched them tearing a building down, a gang of men in a busy town. With a ho heave ho and a lusty yell, they swung a beam and a sidewall fell. I asked the foreman, are these men skilled? As the men you'd hire if you had to build? He gave me a laugh and said, no, indeed, just common labor is all I need. I can easily wreck in a day or two what builders have taken a year to do. And I thought to myself as I went my way, which of these two roles have I tried to play? Am I a builder who works with care? Measuring life by the rule and square? Am I shaping my deeds with a well-made plan? Patiently doing the best I can? Or am I a wrecker who walks the town content with the labor of tearing down? You know, ladies and gentlemen, we live in a world right now where it's okay to tear down as long as you tear down Trump. As long as you tear down people that are bigoted, hateful, in your opinion. But le- ladies and gentlemen, it's time that we step up as leaders. The world needs us. Good people doing good things. Good people, men, women, black, white, yellow, brown. Speaking the truth I love. Challenging the lie, the narrative of this world. We need to start building people up. Leaders, it's time to step in to the, the who you're supposed to be. And I got two questions for you, ladies and gentlemen. If not you, then who? And if not now, then when? Because planes crash and people die. It's a fact of life. And nations exceed and nations crumble based on the leadership of those that live in that country. I'm Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. Be back in three minutes.
3: Reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included.
2: Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, June 14th through the 16th. That's likeitmatters.net, Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants only commitment
3: the world of business and finance is constantly changing how are you keeping up with all the information most likely you're not checking websites writing emails making phone calls checking more websites and still not finding what you need to know but it has to be out there somewhere well it is Business 1440 is your on-air guide through the fast-paced business landscape. What you want to know, when you want to know it. Up-to-the-minute business and financial news on Business 1440. Stream online at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Hi, I'm Bill Budd for AC Nelson and Shakopee. If you missed our spring open house savings, don't despair. We've extended for anyone that missed out. For as little as $116 a month or $99.88 on a new 2018 Coachman Clipper travel trailer, Full of amenities and a bunkhouse. Come see us this week for our extended spring open house sale. AC Nelson RV World in Shakopee. Lifetime memories begin here.
2: Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022.
4: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black. And I am live in the studios in uh, Eagan, Minnesota. I'm looking through a a little glass, looking at Trevor, the producer, pressing the dials, pushing the buttons. And Trevor, I think today we got to do a little truth therapy. Truth Therapy. I gotta tell you, I don't get a lot of a lot of little joys in life, and that is one of my little joys. Why don't you do that again, Trevor? (laughs) Truth therapy. I feel like the voice of God saying, "Truth therapy." You know, the truth will set you free, but first, it's going to make you a little bit miserable. And you know, uh, truth is not subjective. Uh, It's not. Uh, There are certain truths. You know, we're gonna we're born to live and then to die. You know. If you do bad things throughout your life, uh, bad things are going to happen to you. If you do good things throughout yeah, there are certain truths. Yeah, we can do varying degrees of what is uh, A or what is B. But can I tell you the truth? It's 11.59 on the clock of destiny. And you've only got a minute. Only 60 seconds in it. Forced upon you, can't refuse it, didn't seek it, didn't choose it. But it's up to you to use it. You'll suffer if you lose it. Give account if you abuse it. It's only a minute, but eternity's in it. Ladies and gentlemen, planes crash and people die. And there'll come a time in all of our lives where we take our last breath and we're going to find out if there's a God or not. And we're laying there in our deathbed. We're going to ask ourselves this question. Did it matter one bit? Did it matter one bit that I was given the gift of life? What difference did it make that the God of the universe breathed life into that carbon-based life form and gave you the gift of life? What difference did you make? How many people's lives are better? Did you speak truth to lies? Were you able to go against the current of a world that's going darker and darker and rapidly going out of control? Are you a ray of light? Are you showing love with all the hate that's being justified right now? Are you turning the other cheek? Are you reminding yourself who you are and why you're here? Those existential questions? Because, you know, I love Dr. Benjamin Elias Mays. Boy, uh, Martin Luther King, Dr. Mays, just great figures in the the real civil rights movement, not the the stuff that goes on today. None of that stuff. That's not civil rights. That's victimhood. That's lies. Hands up, don't shoot the lie. You know, the lie that all blue is racist and all blacks are victims. That is such a lie from the pit of hell. And man, it doesn't serve anybody. We need to get off that channel. That's a dark channel. Get your raz off that channel. Because Dr. Benjamin Elias May said this. It must be borne in mind that the tragedy of life does not lie in not reaching your goal. The tragedy of life lies in having no goal to reach. Not failure, but low aim is sin. It isn't a calamity to die with dreams unfulfilled, but it is a calamity not to dream. Every man and woman is born into the world to do something unique and something distinctive. And if he or she does not do it, it will never be done. It isn't a disgrace not to reach for the stars, but it is a disgrace to have no stars to reach for. That's what we're talking about. And so what it takes is leadership. We need to quit with the drones. You know, there's leadership and management. There's a lot of people just managing drones, talking heads. That's why I tell people, I know some of you don't like it. Please, I I say it, I have all the love in the world. I don't care who you vote for. I could care less. But I am going to tell you this. Get, turn off CNN. Do it for a week. Turn off MSNBC. When you understand how the reticular activating system works, how your unconscious focal system works, Man, it's eating you up. The body releases 63 known chemicals. Those chemicals are released based on three things. What you're thinking about, number one, has a massive influence on how you feel, the chemicals your body releases. number two, your breathing. And number three, your physiology, specifically your eye placement in relation to your physiology. You know how to make yourself depressed, right? You slump over, you put your head down, look in the ground. Put your hands in the pocket or hands crossed. You make your breathing shallow, and then you start thinking about how life sucks, how unfair life is, how you got pulled over. It's probably because of the color of your skin. How you had a bad day. It was probably because you were a man or a woman. How you, you see what I am saying? When we do that, it removes all responsibility from ourselves, even if it's true. Let's say it's true. That's their problem, their hatred. Their bigotry, their racism, their prejudice, whatever you want to call it, that's their problem, not yours. We have the ability to control our response. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do and turn the other cheek. And so we need some leadership. We need to stop getting people following. When my little kids, when my kids were little, I would take my kids to school. I'd kiss them and I'd say two things to them. I'd say, number one, remember who you are. Their last name is black. And I'd say, you're a black. Your ma- name has value. And the blacks are the smartest in the class. The blacks are the leaders. The blacks are the ones doing what the teachers sold. The blacks are the ones that when there's a new student, they embrace them. The blacks are the one that help people no matter what their race, no matter what their creed, no, what, no matter what their sexual preference. Now my last name is Black, so some of you probably, because your Raz is so focused on the victim channel, and the race channel, that some of you tuned in and thought I was insulting or or playing the race card. No, my last name is Black. Matter of fact, I like to stir people up, and I'll walk into a, a area where my kids are somewhere, and pick them up at school or whatever. And I, my kids go to a minority school as a as white kids, uh, they are the minority there. That's okay. I'm okay. I don't care about all that crap. I don't get wrapped up in it. And I'd go in there and say, yeah, I'm here to pick up the black kids. The black kids are the black kids here. I'm here to pick them up. <laughs> People like, ah, you can't say that, man. Yeah, I can. I'm Mr. Black. I can say that. <laughs> you know, we need to put our big boy pants on, big girl pants on. And so let me tell you the difference between leading and managing. See, managers are bottom line focused. Just the bottom line. But leaders deal with the top line. See, managers are figuring out how can I best accomplish certain things, but leaders, they're focusing on the things they want to accomplish. Managers do things right. Leaders do the right things. Managers are efficient in climbing the ladder of success. Leaders determine if that ladder is leaning against the right wall. Managers keep the ship running, the engine oiled, and the ship in good repair. Leaders steer the ship and decide where it's headed. They also decide the ship's size, characteristics, and potential. Managers manage things, people, and leaders lead people. Managers set up procedure manuals, work schedules, improve technology. You know, I don't care for who Nietzsche was. Hitler liked him and he hated God. But I love this quote of his he who has a why can bear almost any how he who has a why can bear almost any how managers work on the how uh, setting up procedure manuals work schedules improved technologies however leaders They work on vision. They work on direction. They work on the underlying mission of the organization. They inspire. They motivate. They work on the why. He or she who has a why can bear almost any how. Once you get that, it's life-changing. That's why you got to know those existential questions of who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose? and today was my last day on this planet, did it matter one bit? that I was given the gift of life. That's why you need to go to likeitmatters.net. Let me help you. Let me take you to the core of your foundation. Let me expose your foundation. Take a look at your belief systems. Take a look at the trauma and the drama that was put in place when you were five, six years old. Clean that up. Maybe deliver you some from the um, uh, soul attachments that you got by making some poor choices as you were growing up. Maybe some of the abuse and the nefarious things that the world did to you. And those are still uh, tucked away, even though you thought you dealt with them, they haven't. Go to likeitmatters.net. Let me help you uh, to live to the potential that you were created to be. Let me help you become a brand new creature. Because when you resuscitate the heart and you recalibrate the thinking and you remind yourself of your dreams and visions of your youth, boy, your spouse will call that a honeymoon. <laughs> they will call that a honeymoon. On a farm. Managers, managers, they make sure the crops are planted, cared for, it, and harvested on time. On that same farm, leaders decide which crops to plant and whether any will be planted in a given year. In a jungle, managers, they are behind the producers. They're sharpening machetes. They're working on muscle enhancement programs. They're figuring out the best way to compensate machete wielders. In a jungle, however, leaders... They climb the tallest tree to make sure the team is going in the right direction. They survey the entire situation, and if need be, they yell out, Wrong! jungle! What good is it to be going 1,000 miles an hour in one direction when you should be going in another direction? See, managers and leaders both play an important role in the success of an organization. Effectiveness depends not only on how much energy we expend, but also on whether or not the energy put forth is in the right direction. And boy, in our class, we do a process called leader in my life. And I take people through a process without knowing they focus on that one person who has truly been the leader in their life that's more responsible for them being who I am today. And I tell you that right now is after 25 years doing this training and I've been led by incredible people and mentored incredible people. My mother, Edith Black, is the leader in my life. A powerful woman that the world will never know who struggled all her life, worked three jobs to take care of a family of seven. A woman who would do anything to give the best to her children with no money, with an abusive husband, and a white trash environment. And my mom showed me what it's like to lead, to make an impact, and to don't let life tear you down. So mom, I love you, and you are the leader in my life. We'll be back in three minutes Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service.
2: Focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets too. Call us today at 763 441 3884. Once again, 763 441 3884 or find us on the web at rbsmn.com.
4: Giving your computer problems a boot. RB's Computer Service.
0: I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar
4: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. Inspiration, education, and application. I'm your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black. And today's topic is Lead Like a Woman. And if you want to know why I titled it that and you just tuned in, Well, you know what you're going to have to do? You're going to have to go to likeitmattersradio.com, and you can listen to this show. Trevor will have it up there in a couple hours. You can listen to this show, and if you get there and this show's not available, just go ahead. There's about four months of podcasts available for you there, and listen to yesterday's show. Listen to Monday's show. Hey, listen to Friday's show. That was really good, too. Or listen to April's show, April 15th, or listen to March 12th. They're all there. I just made up dates. I don't really know if those are weekends or not. So don't hold me to the account of that, okay? And if you want anything I ever share on this radio, or you wanted just a question for me, uh, please uh, go ahead and email me, Mr. Black, M R B L A C K, at likeitmattersradio.com. And uh, if you do, Facebook, please like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash LIM Radio. And please help spread the word. You know, I truly am on a mission. I believe we can change this world by changing our thinking. I believe we have a syndicated radio show here that the world needs to hear. We're all over the world through iHeartRadio. If you go to iHeartRadio and you query Wellness Radio 1570, you will find us every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time on iHeart. And then replay it again from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And so, but I need your help because I believe like Paul, I'm like the, the new version of Paul Harvey. And if you don't know who Paul Harvey is, go to Google and Google Paul Harvey. You'll know exactly who Paul Harvey was. I want to stir you up. I want to give you something uh, that moves you to be better today than you were yesterday, to be better tomorrow than today. We call it being under construction. In the corporate world, you call it lean manufacturing, Six Sigma, lean Sigma, all based on Dr. Deming's work of canine constant and never-ending improvement. A concept, an idea, a science that Japan took at the end of World War II, having two nuclear bombs dropped on them. And within 30 years, a generation basically, within 30 years, they became one of the leading economic powers in the world using the same concept of what I train on this training. Matter of fact, my training that I do at likeitmatters.net is based on the Japanese training of Kinrishe Yosegako which was the Harvard of Business Leadership Schools in Japan, and that is what they used to take that company from a nuclear devastated country to the leading economic power in the world. And you get that training when you go to likeitmatters.net and you step through those doors and enter the world of Mr. Black. So to keep my commitment to you, I want to go over my list uh, of what I believe are characteristics of of an effective leader. And I would challenge you to write these things down, start your list, put it in your journal. If you don't have a journal and you're listening to the show, get a journal. Don't be listening to the show without a journal because I'm gonna get you thinking, I'm gonna have you do some homework, I'm gonna have you process, I'm gonna say nuggets and pieces, tidbits that you're gonna want to lock up so you can regurgitate them again and again and again and again. I'm just the the big bird feeding the baby birds. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? The baby bird comes back in the nest and she just Barfs up some stuff so she can feed the little babies. So you got to regurgitate it sometime, got to reprocess it. I know that's a terrible, ugly picture. My apologies. Feel free to email me. <laughs> so characteristics of an effective leader. First of all, leaders have a vision and they communicate it to their team. What good is a vision that's not properly communicated? You know, the good book says out there that without a vision, people perish. And a lot of people are like a, a boats in the water with no rudder. Because they have no vision, they have no reason to get out of bed, to, to go to work or go wherever they're doing. You know, they have no reason at 30 years old to get out of their parents' home. And so their parents have to take them to court to get them evicted. Because they won't put their big boy pants on. And by the way, since we're talking about vision, do you know what's going on in America? There is the spirit of division in this world, in America. We're eating each other. And um, boy, if we had an enemy, if you're a spiritual person and you do have an enemy, but if you don't believe in that, if you had an enemy, you couldn't ask for your enemy to do something more destructive than to take a country and create a division, two separate visions. Don't you see it? It's Laurel or Yanni. It's Trump good, Trump evil. It's Republican, Democrat. It's Black Lives Matter or Ku Klux Klan. Don't you see it? I'm extremes all over. We got to start coming together as a people. We need to go back to some common sense, to a common vision. Leaders have a vision and communicate it to their team. And whether you like Trump or not, he does have a vision. And the vision of the opposing team is destroy Trump. I don't know. That's you might want to consider. That's why there's all this all this negativity. You got one part of the country that's working to make America great, and one part of the country that wants to make sure that never happens. <laughs> Boy. You don't tell me that's the spirit of vision? Remember, a little truth therapy, Trevor, in case I forgot. Truth therapy. Somehow it sounds better when you do it, Trevor, than when I do it, you know? (laughs) So number two, leaders make decisions whether popular or not. Leadership is not a popularity contest. You know, sometimes you got to speak the truth. Speak it with love. And, you know, Jesus said the truth will set you free, but it was, I think, Charles Garfield or James Garfield, don't remember which one, said, but first, it's going to make you miserable. And a lot of you are afraid of the misery, so we're afraid of confronting the truth. And that's why we do the truth therapy. You know, there's something called uh, learning to tell yourself a truth, the truth. I think it's by Bacchus or Bacchus. I think he's from Minneapolis area, Minnesota area. And you got to identify the lie and replace it with the truth, but it's going to be uncomfortable. Leaders are role models, ladies and gentlemen. They give people something to model. Leaders have expectations of excellence. That's the bar. Raise the bar, people. Start expecting more from people. That's why when Dr. King said, I have a dream that one day I will live in a nation where my four little children will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. And let's be honest, a little true therapy here. Let's just be honest, okay? It doesn't matter anymore, content of character. Because if the person's on our side, even when they do something terrible, it's justified. Oh, Brennan, it's okay to spy on people. If they had to spy that's good. Because he hates Trump. And then other people like Trump go, what are you doing? You can't. That's worse than Watergate. You're spying on your political opponent? Oh my gosh, Watergate's nothing. But don't you see? But it's different. We look at it because leaders are role models. And you got to decide who you're following. Because what makes a leader a leader is people are following them. And so who are you becoming like? And you got to get this, we're all role models. People are either using you for something they'd love to be like or they're using you as an example of what they'd never want to be like. So let me ask you, are you bringing more people closer to what you believe and hopefully that's a good thing? Or are you scaring them away? Leaders have expectations of excellence. That's where I was. You got to raise the bar. Sorry, I went backwards one. Leaders stimulate an environment of creativity. You know, we were made to create If you just get out of the way, you were made to create. Let your mind do it and then act on those. Act on it. Make it real. Instead of just dreaming, instead of just setting goals, create those goals. What do those look like when you accomplish them? What are they going to sound like? What are they going to feel like? What are they going to smell like? What does it taste like? Because that makes things real. Leaders are growth and results oriented. They have an outcome. They have a reason for everything and purpose. Leaders are motivator. They move people. What's someone's motive? What type of motor you got in that car? Don't you get it? Leaders are motivators. It moves people. Leadership's about moving people, taking them in places they've never been before. Leaders involve their team in the decision-making process. I get a lot of pastors, I get to counsel a lot of CEOs, and I'll hear this occasionally. You know, Black, it's lonely at the top. It's lonely at the top. And I always want to say, well, why didn't you bring some people with you? Why would you accomplish, get across the goal line of life And not bring as many people with you as possible. How selfish, leader. Rule number one about being a leader, it's not about you. You're supposed to be a conduit of blessing, a conduit of change, a conduit of resources. Just like Abraham was blessed so that he could be a blessing to others. You are blessed so that you can be a blessing to others, leader. Don that. Own it. Accept it. Leaders focus on creative solutions. Leaders have a mission and a purpose for their air of responsibility. Leaders value their team members as their greatest asset. Leaders are continuous improvement people. They're under construction. A little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. And lastly, on my list, leaders speak the truth even when it's uncomfortable. And ladies and gentlemen, I ended last segment by telling you that the leader in my life is my mom. And the end of our training and one of our processes, what we do is we have people consider, as they take a look at their life, of all the people that have impacted life, to pick one person more than anybody else that they would believe is the leader in life, that one person more than anybody else who they would say impacted them. And I wrote the process, so I never did it. About 10 years ago, I started thinking, who would I pick? Would it be Jesus Christ? Would it be Ronald Reagan? Because he had a big impact on me. And then I realized it was my mom. And the reason I realized that because at the end of that, I asked people to consider three questions. Number one, what are the qualities that you most admire about this person? Number two, what are the qualities you've gained and traits that you've gained from this person? And number three, the impact this person has made on your life is what are the ripple effects that have shown up in the following ways? And I can tell you, my wife's impacted me, Valerie. My daughter's impacted me, Faith. But my mom is the leader of my life. My mom's dying from cancer. I would ask for her prayers. Breast cancer that went to her lungs and now in her bone. She's on her last days. I love you, Mom. You are the leader of my life. Please pray for her. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. We'll tune in tomorrow to talk again.
1: If you're dreaming of something greater, a college degree, job skills, or technical training, serving part-time in the Army National Guard can help make your dreams a reality. Right now, the Army National Guard is offering up to $20,000 enlistment bonus or a $350 a month educational stipend to qualified candidates as well as those with prior military service. Already received your education or are currently in school, you may be eligible for up to $50,000 in student loan repayment. These benefits can help you get the education you need to land the civilian career you want. Plus, as a proud member of the Guard, You'll experience the personal fulfillment of serving your community during emergencies and natural disasters. To learn more about the many benefits that come with part-time service in the Army National Guard, visit NationalGuard.com today. Sponsored by the Minnesota National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media